All right, Anthony on Air podcast, the day after the first 2020 presidential debate. Jay Sabs is with us, and we're talking about what would a debate look like if Joe Rogan was actually hosting? Are we legitimately closer to a Joe Rogan-hosted debate after last night? And then we have an update from our last episode on the Humans of New York blog, uh, which uh, Janine will share with us this extraordinary story of this young lady, Tanqueray, who they're raising money for. It's a crazy amount, so stick around for that. Uh, episode, once again, brought to you by our good pals over at Hero Soap Company. We'll talk about them in a second. But uh, the debate last night, Jay Sabs. I, Whoa. I, yeah, it was something else. And I will say what was great, everybody had the same reaction across the board, was that it was a circus and a letdown on both parts. So I watched it. And then immediately went to CNN and Fox News to kind of because I always like to see the polarity that happens there. And well, they're not much different. <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting. And let me give everybody a tip here. You will get a rather honest reaction within the first three minutes of the debate ending. Oh. After that, they start to each fold into their sides narrative. But but in the yeah. beginning, like you will get a first reaction of kind of what happened. Um, which I did find interesting. So the winner of that for sure goes to Dana Bash, who live on CNN within 40 seconds of the debate uh -oh. ending had this to say. This is what she said. I'm just going to say it like it is. That was a shit show. I'm just going to say it like it is. That was a shit show. Well, that was Dana Bash, respected journalist on CNN. Now, they don't really say the S word all that often, but you can say it on cable. Um, and I, I flipped I flip back over and Brett Baer was handling coverage for Fox News and they kind of basically said the same thing, you know. I mean, it was just a lot of yelling over each other. A lot. And I don't know if you just saw, but they released something... Um, 15, 20 minutes ago, that the debates are going to be more structured because they have to be. Yeah, they, they the uh, Council for Presidential, I forget what they call it. They were. Yeah, they you got that. <laughs> I think I got it. I think I nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Or they you just were, made that up. That's what they were. No, no, no. They, there's a legit. That's what it is. Um, they They say, hang on, I have it here. They say they're going to. Um, yeah, to put a little more structure in. I mean, there is, there is some, there is structure, but there was structure last night. Well, all right, let's, let's start with this. I actually think Chris Wallace did a great job. He did. I'm a little biased because I think he's one of the last true journalists we have. And I know the people on that hate Fox news are going to slam me for that, you know, cause he's on Fox, but I, I think he's a great his dad was Mike Wallace. Like he's he was brought up in this. He has a pension for the facts. He he tries to get the job done well. I thought he did a really good job with it. I thought he had to correct the president a little bit more than he had to correct Joe Biden. But I thought the president was a little bit. The president was in there looking for a fight, man. He was looking. Yeah. He was looking for. He's a, and he is a brawler. That's that's kind of his style. Um, and and you know what. When you get into that mode, it's hard to come out of it. Yeah. I got in a little of that mode last night. And it took me a little bit to come out. Took, it took you a little because, while? Yeah. Not because of the debate. 
I was in a store and there was an incident and I almost went Queens on this guy. Was it, did it have to do with the mask? No, it didn't actually. Okay. <laughs> but, but I could see like, once you're in that mode, it's hard to come out of it. It is. It, 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 once you're, you're gearing up for a fight, it's a little, and, and that's, that's the, that's the president's style. That's what he does. He, he That's goes, him. That's him. You know? Now, some people said that he overplayed his hand. Rick Santorum, who's a Republican, was like, you know, he he might have overdone it, did it a little bit. You know, we'll see. I don't know. I'm interested to see. I think we'll only answer that question when when we come back for the for the next debate. But um, for the most part, it's never easy to do this. This isn't the first time candidates have talked over one another. And I thought right. Wallace kind of had a little bit of that fight in him, too, to kind of try and get it under control as much as he possibly could. The, the line of your your campaigns agreed to this format, that was the that's the way to do it. You know, throw it back in their court, yeah. I felt. Uh, I thought, they, I thought and he did a good job. how easy would it have been for him to just been like, shut the up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Because yeah. he's getting, I was getting frustrated. So imagine him trying to be like the moderator. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we to lose his cool. Mm-mm. We should no get the, listening. We should get the moderator a squirt gun. Just get you get to squirt the person who's being annoying at that moment. Right. <laughs> I always felt that the moderator should have control over the candidate's microphones, and that he should oh. be able to turn it off. Mute it. Yep. Yeah. When he when he wants to. That's what I always that's what I always thought would have been a nice move. I mean, that's not what I what I would really do. What I would really do is give Joe Rogan the ability to I do know. this. You would do anything for Joe Rogan. I think he's I think what he does is very important. I think the long yeah. form conversation is what this needs. So, by the way, the, the next debate is going to be between the vice presidents, which it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Because yeah, it I, won't be like last night. So it'll be terribly boring. It, it, it'll definitely it won't be as entertaining that's for sure but i feel like you almost reverse roles to a degree whereas like pence is like laid back and mr like the, i don't think he gets excited yeah, he is no as no, kamala no, looks no. more like a street like she could get out down there and mix more trump style right um it's the commission on presidential debates that's what it's called the commission. What well, you said before sounded better, so we're just going to go with that. <laughs> we'll just stick with that. Screw it. There goes your fact check right there. <laughs> so October 7th is the vice presidential debate. The second presidential debate is going to be in Miami. And that's going to be in the town hall style. And then the third debate is going to be in Tennessee. So in Miami, they're going to do the people in the audience are going to be able to ask the questions, which I hate i think this is an off yeah i think it's a terrible idea i think it's a false sense of participation of like we're gonna let the people ask the question well but they're really not right because it's they know what they're gonna ask before right here's the thing they they might they very well might be asking the question but you're not going to come up with a question that everybody else isn't already gonna have that's true Kim in Tennessee is not going to come up with the question that, you know, and everybody else. Right. Exactly. So it, it's just like, oh, look, people are participating when it's like, OK, but it, it's more for television. And see, this is yeah. why I think a Rogan debate would be better because yeah. I would have no audience. I would do it in his studio. The ugly in, studio. In his L.A. studio. Yeah, exactly. Right. Not in the. <laughs> Not in the Red Menace. 
Uh, I would do it in his studio and I would do it with no audience there. Mm. Ju- just just them. That's it. Right. That's how I would do it. Cause that I feel, seems better though. I feel like they play to the audience. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of this is like, you know, because when you're in that room, when you're Chris Wallace, you you hear, we didn't hear it watching on TV, but you hear the people reacting behind you. And the people reacting behind you Trump's family, Biden's family, they're the big people who laid out the money, you know, it's all the supporters. So they're little oohs and ahs and things and shuffling oh, of the whoa. Yeah. That's all Imagine my reactions if I was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fans would love that. How'd she get there with those dumb faces? Take her off. But I think that that would be, I would put you, I would have the camera on you, but the, the, they wouldn't be able to see it. I would just have you on screen. The whole entire time. With your reactions. Yeah. 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 But in that room, I would have only them. And here's the problem. And this is why the, you talked about the structure and this stinks. They're keeping this 15 minute topic debate format. And that's what I think needs to go. And, and Rogan, I don't think would do it. What? You know what? It, it, It needs to go. Yeah. Because, like, they both spend so much time, like, dodging the real issue that you didn't really get an answer to what exactly they wanted. You know what I mean? It's like, just as they start to really get into it, now you got to... like, okay, you cut off. And that just absolutely stinks. So this is how I would, this is how I would lay out Rogan. But first, obviously, sponsoring this episode, our good pals over at Hero So Company, which just do a tremendous job at keeping me from smelling. Yeah. Unlike the debates last night, I don't stink because I use Hero Soap Company. <laughs> Veteran-owned small business soaps made right here in the good old US of A. Here's the deal. Merca. You buy a bar of soap Merca. from them, Merca. They give a bar of soap to the troops. And then they go yeah, a step nice. further than that because the money you spend on this bar of soap they take some of that cash and they bring it over to the uh, operation finally home. And that builds mortgage free homes for veterans who come back from uh, fighting. So that's just extraordinary. That's nice. They're the best company. And uh, more importantly, even if they were a terrible company, they still make some pretty damn good soap. I put it in my bathroom and my whole entire bathroom and bedroom for that matter smelled like a spot, which I absolutely loved. Ooh. And they don't use any harmful parabens i don't know what that is janine doesn't know what that is you probably don't know what that is but it ain't good stuff yeah it ain't good stuff they use uh no chemicals no dyes and no fragrances so that smell that i got that aroma that i got was all natural it's the actual yeah they didn't use a chemical to make it smell like uh, peppermint they used peppermint could you believe it No, I'm in awe right now. <laughs> go to <laughs> go to anthonyonair.com, click on the banner, and uh, do your shopping. And by doing that, you'll help support the podcast. Or you can sign up for one of their subscriptions, which uh, means you can order one, two, three, four hundred bars of soap per month. You can get three soaps every month, every two months. You can f- you can configure your plan however you want. Use the promo code Anthony and you'll save 20% off on a subscription. So thanks to Hero Soap Company for doing a tremendous job. By the way, links are in the description on all of our uh, outlets. So you can just click that link for the easiest way. Rogan, 
long form discussion, as we said, like you just get into that tipping point of them getting at each other's throats and then you change the subject. Whereas he would dive further into it. And I don't even care if they cover three or four topics. I don't think we need, what did they do? Like, like they did like six or eight or 12 topics. Yeah. We're, no. we're in a, we're in a place right now where we're not in the TV era anymore. Right. Let's be honest. We're, we're not in the TV era anymore. YouTube and Facebook video and TikTok and these are the the these are our content, our television consumption methods now. Not TV. Yet we're still debating who our next world leader is going to be based off On of TV. television rules. Yeah, no. And we no. don't need that anymore. More people consume Joe Rogan's uh uh podcast on youtube then watch the tonight show and colbert combined every one of his episodes has more viewers than those two big shows and those used to be the the be all end all rogan does more business than fox news and cnn put together right so so why because it's the same reason why we have two old white guys going at it. There you go. The world hasn't <laughs> caught up. We haven't really caught up to where the world really is, which is on the internet and on, on podcasts and on blogs instead of newspapers. You know, we're consuming our material differently, but we're not acting like that when it comes time to elect a president. And that's why Obama won because he mastered Twitter before everybody else. Uh, the president whatever you want to say about Russian interference is okay with me, but the president knew how to run a digital campaign on Facebook way better than Hillary Clinton did. His material was around so much more. He did such a better job, which by the way, I thought he was going to clean Biden's clock. Biden has spent a lot more on digital in the last month. Yeah. than Trump, hmm. than Trump has. So but I think the Democrats finally got it like, Oh, f put down all the Russian interference garbage for a second, just flat out, a, a strategy on marketing and the Democrats finally realized that Trump just did a better job of it last time around, you know, it's true. It's, it's true. It, mm -hmm. it, it's, these are just, you know, this is just the way it is. So why are we treating this thing? Like, Oh, we only have 90 minutes of television time and blah, blah, blah. Now the candidates agree to the amount of time. So if the candidates don't want to do two hours, they don't want to do two hours. That's fine. But I would rather have them, in a sports coat, no tie, sitting at a table, eating McDonald's. Eating McDonald's. It's funny because Babylon B had this hilarious article and uh, Photoshop. A lot of these onion places in Babylon B, it becomes more about their uh, their photoshopping than anything else. Oh God. But they had this hilarious article. Again, it's like one of these fake articles. Trump gets totally stoned in lively seven-hour Joe Rogan interview. And there's the... <laughs> there. You would die for that. <laughs> and guess what? I would too. I would love it. I would, lo I, I would love it. I just think it would be much more appropriate. Now, look, would I want them on their smoking joints and giving their real thoughts about things? Sure, I would. Of course. <laughs> Realistically, would that ever happen? No, it would never, no. ever happen. 
But just the mere fact of forget the time limits, you know, forget the talking points, forget the sound bites, go in and have an honest to God discussion on, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I plan on getting there. And this is why it's better than the other person's. And I think we would all benefit. Like, isn't that what we all want? Yes. Instead of the the masquerade and, and, and circus show that we saw instead. Unreal. So <laughs> Tyler Carden started, he put out a tweet like uh, immediately after this was over and it got, forget it, it retweeted up, up the wazoo. I think even the president of the United States retweeted it. Oh. <laughs> Which I was surprised at how quiet Trump was last night after. Right. I went to go look at it. Did you? Because that's what I did. I, I did. I, I did went because I was it, like, I wonder what he's going to say. What did <laughs> you think? He didn't. He was quiet. Yeah. Biden tweeted a bunch more than I than I uh, than I thought he would. Biden. But um, it seems like he's been Trump's back on the the Twitter train this morning. He's saying a bunch of stuff. Uh, but um, Trump did the one of the few things that Trump put out last night after the the debate was that he he retweeted somebody saying, "Are you ready for a Joe Rogan debate now?" And Trump retweeted it last night. See, he'd be all for it. Yeah. So he yeah. Here it is. There. There's. Here's the. This is Trump's Twitter. And there's Tyler Carden's tweet right there. So he retweeted that last night. So that was the that was one of the one or two tweets, three tweets that he had after the debate. Okay. Rogan now was asked on his last podcast about what he thought of uh, the president agreeing. Because prior to this, right? Remember, we talked about this. Trump said he would he would be in for he would be down for it. He was like, yeah, I would definitely do it. So Rogan responded to that because uh, the guy who was on his episode, I forget his name. He asked him about it. Of course, I'm getting an ad here. Uh, He asked him about it. And uh, I thought Rogan's response was pretty funny. So let me play this clip. This is Rogan responding to the idea of him being a moderator. So how, how does a, a self-proclaimed moron yeah. have the president of the United States... Well, he's clearly a moron, too. This is the only, the only thing that makes sense. ...tweeting about you, <laughs> mentioning you. When, when do, oh, actually, See, when does him and Biden get here? No, well, it's not going to happen. See, what? Joe Biden's a smart one. He's like, well, that guy's a moron. I'm not going on his podcast. If Trump, he's a smart one, we got, <laughs> we got problems. Trump is like, that makes sense to me. I'm in. <laughs> so that was what Rogan had to say. Um, that is true. I think I think Rogan. So, I, like I said, I would put it in his studio. I would have no crowd. I would just let them talk and have a conversation. That's what I think it should look like. I, I honestly that. don't know if Joe would want to be involved at this point. Yeah, I would say no. But I also feel like at the same time, so now here, let me lay this premise out to you. I don't know if he would want to get involved in it at this point, but if the president of the United States of America, no matter who that is at any time, comes to you and says, I would like you to interview me. I would like to be on your show. 
can you turn that down? Like, can no. can Trump force Biden's hand? Like, if I was Trump oh. today, I would be like, reach out to Joe Rogan, tell him I want to be on anytime. Right. Name the time and place. It doesn't have to be a debate. I will be on. I will come on. And then you can invite Biden to come if he wants or not. That yeah, would be the move. Right. That would be the move. Now, if you're Rogan, would you be able to say no? No way. He has to say yes. I would do it. I, you know, people have asked, people asked me that a whole bunch over the course of Trump's presidency. And they were like, would you, when I was on my, the other station I used to be on and, and weird things would happen, they were like, would you ever have the president of the United States on? And I was like, absolutely. Yes. Of course. One billion. Even percent. if you hate the guy. Doesn't matter. Right. Could be the president of the United States could lean over to me and be like, I, by the way, I was the one who strangled your grandmother and killed her, murdered her. I'd be like, okay, let's go. Cause I got to start this interview. Exactly. Let's go. You got to do it. It's the president of the United States of America. How could you turn that down? Right. You know what I mean? You don't. You don't. If I was Trump's campaign, that's what I would be working on right now. I'd be like, I, I'll let let him just do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best lines for last night. Pick someone. I think, I think the other thing, too, is the last half hour of the of it would be interesting because I think Biden would have trouble holding on towards oh, the yeah. end. But I yeah. also think this like I also think being in a room with just three people would also sort of disarm Trump a little bit like, where you can't really do the street fighter. I'm going to yell and scream and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. He'll you be know. put in his place. Be interesting to see. It, w it would really, really be interesting to see. Now, they said that they were going to, the commission for the presidential debates, they said that they were going to make some adjustments and stick to the times and everything like that. But they also did say that they were going to reassess how these things go. And I'm wondering, like, realistically, with President Trump's constant retweeting of this Rogan idea, do you think that they're going to actually have the conversation? Like... Like, um, should we ask Joe Rogan to come and do this? Yeah. Like, do you I think mean, they realistically reach out and have have that never talk? Know. It's 2020. The problem is, is they're so tied into the networks, you I know, know, and I, I don't know if they would break that when they really should. But like you said, it's 2020. Anything goes. Like, kind of anything goes. Um, I haven't seen any ratings yet, which is really, really hard to calculate these days because everything is yeah. streamed online too. So let me see if they have. That I'm curious about too. What's that? I said that I'm curious about too. Yeah. Wow. It says it's down sharply. All right. So let, let's read this here. Yeah, because my wife said this too last night. She goes, I wonder if it was like the most rated. Because I said, I wonder if this was the most rated because it felt like everybody was watching it. It's just just online chatter, friends, like family, like everybody I knew was watching it. And she said, I wonder how well it did after the first couple of minutes when it looked like it was a mess. And I was like, that's a good point. I would love to know that. And they really wouldn't know that on TV because everything goes 
in surprise, surprise, 15 minute increments. That's how TV ratings are, are doled out. So really? Yeah. Cause if you, if I, if you tune in, this is radio ratings too. People don't know this. If I tune into a show at 14 minutes and 59 seconds, and I tune out of a show at 15 minutes and one second, I technically count as watching for a half hour. Oh, wow. Okay. Because that's it. Cause it's Rick. So if I'm in, if I'm in, in a 15 minute increment, it counts for that 15 minute increment. So if I listen for a total of three seconds or watch for a total of three seconds, it'll count as a half hour towards their rating. That's all they'll see. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. That's why, that's why commercials for television and radio and teasers and things like that. Like you ever watch a soap opera, how something shocking happens right before the commercial break. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> And it's so you'll stick around and then when they come back, that's usually after that time, that 15 minutes will pass because they know they, right. they, they, know they got you for the, the full time. Uh, so it says here, blah, 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 blah. Uh, let's see. First rounds of ratings uh, were down double digits from four years ago. In fast affiliate results, last night's 9 to 10.30 Slugfest was watched live by an audience of 27.3 million on ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Among adults 18 to 49, the often cringe-inducing event snared a combined 7.1 rating. Uh, total to total, that's a drop of 36% uh, from what Trump versus Hillary Clinton drew on September 26, 2016, among the four networks. So this is just the four networks. Uh, let's see here. Nielsen numbers are adjusted in the final results. Yeah, they have more. Yeah, so we're not going to really know. They they have a lot more no. totaling to do. Because that's the difference here. Like it was on Fo it was on Fox News and it was on CNN. It was on a lot of other than just the regular four networks. So right. And people are watching those networks less and less anyway. So I'm not surprised that that those numbers I know. are down. I'm just streaming it. So yeah. And then stream because they streaming it from Facebook. I asked my I go to my wife. I go because my wife is like, we don't have a TV in the bedroom. So I go, how are you going to watch? I go take my iPad. You can, you know, watch it. She's like, all right. So I get home and I was like, how did you watch it? She goes, yeah. I go, but my iPad's in the same. You don't watch it on my iPad. She goes, no, streams it on my phone on Facebook. Yeah. I was like, oh, OK. Exactly. Which I'm so sure. I wonder how you could see that way, too. I wonder. I mean, you could see how many people are watching. Yeah, however, it gives you the number. Yeah, they give you the number. They, they'll be able to tell. But it, it's like you got to combine that with all the other numbers Everything to get else. a real hardcore rating. I, 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 I would have to guess 120 people. I feel like that was Super Bowl numbers. The amount of people that tuned in, even just for five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Had to be, just absolutely had to be. Um, well, at least, uh, what would you think they shut off it uh, when he said? Can you just shut up, man? <laughs> was that the line? He he had a bunch of them. He was like that was that was a good one. He said, "Oh, will you <laughs> shut up?" And then he called him the worst will president you just ever. Shut up, man? Yeah, <laughs> clown. There was a there was a few of them. He got he got to Joe a couple of times. He did. By the way, Oof. strategy because Joe's got a temper. Like Joe's been known he to does. to lose it and flip out a bit. So. That's definitely a thing. Uh, oh, don't forget man. to uh, visit the Anthony on Air uh, podcast store, anthonyonair.com. Click on the merch link. Look at that. We got a Spectrum uh, microphone shirt there. We got our 
Show me potato salad shirts. If you like uh, Adam Sandler, we got the I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul shirt with the podcast logo on the back of that one there. Ooh. There you go. Quite lovely. AnthonyOnAir.com has the link for all of our merch. All right, uh, J-Sabs. Hum- oh, before Humans in New York. So a Rogan oh, thing. Yes. quickly before we go. I think we have a conversation. I think somebody has a conversation with Joe. I don't think we see it this time around, but I think by the time 2024 comes up. We'll see. He'll, he'll be. And you want to know something? One of the God's honest truth, this may sound weird, but I have a feeling that Mark Marin does one of these before Joe Rogan does. Oh, you think? Because I think Marin's reach isn't as big as Rogan's, but Marin is more tied into the political world, albeit right. he's a, 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 a Democrat and a liberal, but still, I think he's he's just in that world a little bit more. Mm, interesting. It's we'll no see. coincidence Obama chose him first for the, no. the first ever presidential podcast. So, <laughs> uh, Humans of New York. Last we left, Tanqueray w- needed a fundraising uh, thing, and they were looking for how much in the beginning? Like a couple hundred thousand? Yeah, it actually was up to 2.5 million yesterday. Wow. In, I, I might even be more today. But... There was an actually an extra post because here, here you go. Grab your tissues. <laughs> so it turns out some of the readers or one reader found her son on Instagram. And my friend showed me his page. He didn't have a lot of followers. I just started following him. Um, and I guess he like, reposted a picture that humans of New York put on and said something about his mother. So it turns out him and his mother haven't spoken in like four years and it was a misunderstanding and humans of New York guy reached out to him and said, what about talking to your mom? He gave him his cell phone number and then, um, well, Stephanie is her real name. And her son talked the other day, meaning like they got together and looks like their relationship is on the mend. All because of this. Um, yes. This blog. Okay. Oh, <laughs> God. Thank this you, is, PMS. This, I think that's the son right there. I think that's yeah. Him. I know. What was her story yeah. anyway? What, what was, what's the whole crux of her story? She was. As well, it turns out she has two drills. Two children. And like she didn't reveal any of their identities. She kept that very secret and private. Mm-hmm. We don't know if this is a son that she had when she was young or if it's an older one. But why did he pick her to begin with? What was the interesting thing about her? Um, I'm not really sure I could say it on the air. Oh, really? <laughs> I'll send you the link. But basically she just came up with this crazy story as soon as she, as soon as he met her oh, and because like she's a... told him I used to be a stripper back in the day. Oh, and she's 78 years old now. So, I mean, she has some crazy stories. You didn't go check it out yet. Did you? I didn't. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. I'm, in, I'm intrigued now. I want to hear from a 78 year old former stripper. Okay. How about this? This some things she said made me blush. Really? Yes. Every- and you're like, oh, my God, I love you. 
every time I come across a stripper or, you know, every time, every time, (laughs) it's quite frequent. Um, I always, I often wonder like, what are you, how's this all going to feel when you're like, when you're 75, like, what are you going to, well, if you read her story from the beginning, she'll tell you how she grew up. She had a very mean mother who kind of just, well, you have to read the story. All right. I'll read the story. But, oh, God, she name drops people. Really? Like big people or what they wanted to do to her. Really? Like you old, like celebs? Like old celebs? Uh, like Mr. Bloomingdale. Who so started? you have to, it's so good. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I kind of want to know the thing that made you blush, but I know we're not trying to be uh, <laughs> all demonetized here. Yep. Oh God. Maybe we should do a maybe we should do a fast bonus episode where like we don't have to worry about it. We you can just you can tell the whole story and we don't have to worry about anything. We just let it fly and who cares? Because it'll be an extra episode that week. We could just go through her whole story because I'm telling you right now, they're gonna make this into a movie. Do you wanna do that? Sure. We don't have to do it. We'll figure out the time in our schedules. Okay, in our busy schedules. We'll come on. It'll be an episode entirely dedicated to this. Okay. And we'll just talk about everything, all the ins and outs, all the whatevers, a full-on okay. X-rated review of this uh, this story. Because, <laughs> I mean, if people great. are given this much money, they obviously care about this woman's. And I'll read it. Should I read it or should I just let you you tell it to me? How about I'll read it on air? How long is that going to take? <laughs> so I'm, good. I'm so looking good. at some pictures of her. She was, yeah, I get it. She was a looker back in the day, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Even now, look at her. She doesn't look 78 years old. So no, she doesn't. Mm-mm. But that's what I wonder about, like, especially like, a, like within like an adult film star, like, you you know, I don't know what the numbers are, but I feel like the average is like, what, like two or three years, like they come in and out of the business, like, like mm-hmm. that's like, how, how does that, she said. yeah, how does that, how does that going to sit with you when you're like 50, 60 years old? Mm-hmm. Well, this woman said she often thinks about like things that have happened to her and she still remembers all these details and that's why everybody's so fascinated with her story so yeah it's so good all right is it sad is it tragic that bad things happen to her yeah all right did i cry reading some of them maybe did you you cried (laughs) sounds like what's wrong with you i'm like shut up have something in my eye <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. <sighs> On that note. All right. So we'll do a bonus uh, Heroes of New York uh, episode. Humans of New York. Humans of New York. Same thing. I'm never going to get that right. Have you noticed that? I no, haven't gotten it right once yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, our thanks to uh, Hero Soap Company for sponsoring uh, this episode. Again, go to heroesoapcompany.com, check out their uh, products. If you put Anthony in the uh, subscription, you'll save 20% off. 
Uh, if not, you can just buy a bar of soap, but use, use our links. Don't just go directly to their site and buy a bar of soap. You got to use our links for it to count. Links are in the description below on this episode, and we have a banner on the homepage of anthonyonair.com, so you could just click that right there. This is Spearmint. I love the peppermint and cool. It actually tingles when you use cool. it. You get a little tingly. get that cool feeling, that cool sensation, and it's uh, 100% uh, real ingredients in there. You know what's funny? Uh, the the guy who runs the company was like, I said something that it was like, it, this is almost smells so delicious. I could eat it. He goes, actually, you could eat it. There's nothing in there that you can't like it's because it's all real. Ink. There's no toxic chemicals or anything in there. So all right, I, you know what? Maybe the next time I'll take a bite. <laughs> I'm not telling people to take a bite out of the soap. It is still soap after all. I don't think it would taste that great. You want to? Sure. But it won't kill you. Let's just leave it at that. There's nothing in there that's like going it. to harm you, which is good. And like I said, if you buy a bar of soap, they send a bar of soap to a troop. Uh, and all uh, some of the money, some of the proceeds from their sales goes to help build those homes for veterans so they can get into a home without a mortgage, which is incredibly kind. So click the banner. Grab a bar of soap. You won't regret it. You'll love it. I know you will. I absolutely love it. Uh, so I know you guys will enjoy it. And you'll enjoy doing something nice for those who are fighting for our freedoms. That's another little added bonus. Thanks so much to JSAMS for being here. Frankie C. MIA. Couldn't do the, the post-debate episode. It was a Too bit busy much. for us. It was a bit much. Did you find that your heart was racing a little in the beginning? Yes. It was a little intense. I was like... It was. I rubbed myself with the peppermint and cool soap just to kind of cool. Oh, to cool you down. I that's like what it. I did in the beginning. Yeah, but it felt as intense as watching an Islander playoff game. Like that's the only other thing I actually get oh. excited about. <laughs> that's it. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Get the links at anthonyonair.com. <laughs>